Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Evan Wickham, and I am one of the pastors at Park Hill Church here in San Diego. And this is Thursday, October 12th, and we're coming to Mark chapter 13 today in our bread practice. Bread is the way our community reads the scriptures daily, and it's our practice all through 2023. Um, It has its roots in an ancient way of reading scripture called Lectio Divina which is less about acquiring information or even motivating yourself to do better. It's more about union and communion with the living God, who is himself a trinity of persons in loving relationship, Father, Son, and Spirit. And when he created his human family, he created us to join him in that loving relationship. So that's what we want to do today through the scriptures that he's given us. And so as we begin our practice, you want to have a Bible, and a journal and a pen. Find a space that's free from distraction as much as possible. And our reading today, again, will be Mark 13. At any point in this recording, feel free to pause if you need more time to reflect or write down your thoughts. And as we begin this practice with B, breathe. We'll take a moment to be still. Feet on the ground, palms up if you're comfortable doing so just to surrender in this space as you abide in God's presence. Inhale deeply and exhale, maybe one word or a short phrase. Maybe it's just, I trust you to the Lord. Let's breathe deep and just breathe out. Trust in the presence of God now. Let's just be here for half a minute. we read, join me in this prayer. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. It's an ancient prayer that God would see us and we'd be shameless in his presence, knowing we're forgiven, even though we fail. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. And now we move to R, read. And again, as we read, write down any word or phrase that stands out to you as we go. Mark chapter 13. As Jesus was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Do you see all these great buildings? replied Jesus. Not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, and John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they're all about to be fulfilled? Jesus said to them, Watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, claiming, I am he, and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, 
but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. You must be on your guard. You'll be handed over to the local councils and flogged in the synagogues. On account of me, you will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all nations. Whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say whatever is given you at the time, for it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you see the abomination that causes desolation standing where it does not belong, let the reader understand, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down or enter the house to take anything out. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that this will not take place in winter, because those will be days of distress unequaled from the beginning when God created the world until now and never to be equaled again. If the Lord had not cut short those days, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, whom he has chosen, he has shortened them. At that time, if anyone says to you, Look, here's the Messiah, or Look, there he is, do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So be on your guard. I have told you everything ahead of time. But in those days, following that distress, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, people will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. And he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that it is near, right at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard. Be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge each with their assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. This is the word of the Lord. As we read that chapter, was there a phrase or a word that stood out to you? Write it down now, and as you do, spend a moment reflecting on it. Maybe say those words out loud in God's presence now.
and now E, encounter. What emotions are you experiencing from this word from God? Is there something God might want you to notice about himself or about his desire for you? Remember, his desires are always good toward you. Even in situations that don't make sense, he desires to work his goodwill for your sake. So allow yourself to encounter God in this moment and write a reflection on what you think God might be saying to you right now. Apply. Turn your focus outward. Based on how God met you in the encounter section a moment ago, how might God want you to apply these truths in your life today as it relates to others? Maybe it's a command to obey or a truth to live out. What's one thing you can do practically to accomplish this today? Take a moment, write it down. Finally, D, devote. Write a prayer of love and devotion and gratitude to God. Express yourself to Him. Feel free to tell Him how you feel toward Him or about what He says. Remember, the goal of bread is union with God, not just information, but loving union to be transformed into Christ's likeness. This happens through loving relationships, so relate to him right now. Offer Jesus yourself right now in the form of a written prayer. Go ahead and do that for these next few moments. Thank you for being with me today in our bread practice. Uh, We're coming to the end of Mark, a couple chapters left. Looking forward to praying through Mark 14 tomorrow morning. I hope you can join me. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Grace and peace to you.